most human beings are endowed with five senses. We associate four of them with the face or the head. There's smell, sight, taste, and hearing. And then there's touching, which can happen with for most of us, all parts of the body. What I want to invite you to do is check in with each of your senses right now. Think of things you love to smell if you have a good sense of smell, not all of us do. Or things you have loved to smell in your life. There might be places, for instance, long ago memories that you associate with a given smell. Or a food from your childhood something you haven't smelled in a long time. And this includes unpleasant things, strong associations with memories that you might have with your own sense of smell. Maybe in your nowadays life, there are things whose scent you revel in you hold still to pay attention to that. For me, the smell of hay on the breeze. I love the smell of hay. I remember when I moved to New England, the first time I smelled that sweet thing on the breeze, and I asked the lifelong New Englander that I was with at the time, what is that? And she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and she said, it's hay. But I had never smelled hay in Florida. Anyway, I'm just saying we can have very strong associations with each of the senses. And think of things that you love to see, and maybe you're visually impaired. Maybe you've never seen with your eyes, or if you did once, perhaps your vision is reduced over what it was, or will be someday if it's not now. And so our physicality includes, because we're animals, it includes our sense detectors. I'm inviting you to linger for yourself not just right now, but maybe all day today when it occurs to you, or tonight. Linger over the things you love your senses to detect or have loved, or recoil at. Some people can't stand the smell of a skunk. <laughs> Our senses can be helpful. They can for instance, if I smell fire, it can alert me that there could be danger. 
and so on. I used to teach writing, and I once asked people, if you had to lose all of your senses but one, which would you be the saddest to lose? And it generated some very rich writing. I think they say the sound, the sense of sound, may be the last to go. I went to sit once with a beloved friend who was in a coma and very near her dying. And she was in the intensive care unit and the nurse came in and saw me in tears and she said, she said, come close to her and talk to her. She may be able to hear you even though she can't acknowledge it. And so I did. It's precious being alive. Precious having our senses, even, even if they're reduced, even if they're imperfect. I think what I came up with when I did that writing was it would be sound because I so love music. Part of why I invite you to this, dear heart, is when, when we slow down to attune to what we detect just now, whether it's a scent or a sound or the sight of a loved one's face, or the touch of a loved one's face, if we're not able visually to take it in. When we do those things, if, if, if you're washing your hands with soap whose smell you love, and you pause a moment to lift your hands to your nose and just savor the aroma, take 10 seconds out of your busy day to enjoy it. When we do those things, when we invite our senses to saturate awareness for just a few moments, it locates us in the present, doesn't it? It lets us feel our aliveness. And that's what this whole thing is about, this dear heart, podcast, but life. If we stay busy, so busy, pushing ourselves on and on and on, all day long, all lifelong, and don't slow down to savor, however hard things in our lives are, it doesn't matter. If we push ourselves, keep not slowing down to linger. Before you know it, we're going to be on our deathbeds and wonder, where did it all go?
one of the one of the hard lessons I learned about this had to do with the Northern Lights, which, because I'd grown up in Florida, I'd never seen. And so here I was living in New England. This was many years ago. And I was at a writing retreat, and and I was writing with people I'd I'd known and written with for very many years, some of whom knew how I'd always wanted to see Aurora Borealis. Well, my writing friends were sitting out on this on the grass this one evening, looking up at the sky because <laughs> they'd heard that we might have northern lights. But I, silly me, had had gone into the house to make a quick phone call. And, and while I was on the phone, I could hear people out on the grass calling to me, Jan, Jan, get out here. And so I had, that's in heavy quotation marks, I had to take a moment to tell the person I was talking with on the phone that there were colored lights out in the sky. And do you know, by the time I got back out there, which was not a minute later, <laughs> you know already, the northern lights had stopped. What a, what a funny but painful lesson I learned that night. <laughs>